Galatians chapter 3. Anthropologists define the needs of human beings wearing clothes in three different ways. Number one is to protect yourself from heat, from cold, from harm. Number two is to beautify itself with feather and leather and seashells and whatever that may be, different colors and whatnot. Number three reason is to put for self-satisfaction and for psychological comfort. If you were to wear the animal fur, like of a, of a tiger, that you would psychologically, in your mind, you'd be thinking that I will have the power of this beast on me. That was the start of human beings wearing uh, clothes. That's how they define it. But in the Bible, what's the reason for people to start wearing clothes? When was the first event, the time that people started wearing clothes? After sin. So they used what material to fix scores for them? The fig leaves. And I was thinking, of all the leaves out there, why fig leaves? Do you know how fig leaves look like? They look like a human hand. Like, not, not even complete coverage. <laughs> but why did they choose that? I don't know. But that's what they did. So, as we know the story, the beginning of human beings start wearing clothes is not because to pro for protection or to beautify or to self-satisfaction or anything, but it's because of sin. Because of sin. That is the reason why, according to the Bible, we started wearing clothes. Now, in the Bible, there are many people who had many, many beautiful clothes. Now, first person that comes to your mind, beautiful clothes, who's that? Joseph. Yes, Joseph. Now, we'll talk about Joseph today. Joseph's story is found in the book of Genesis. And Genesis has how many chapters? 50 chapters. And of the 50 chapters, it covers... 2,400 years of human history. It's a book that covers a long history. But out of the 50 chapters, Joseph's story is written in 11 chapters. That means his life is very significant in the Bible history. We'll talk about Joseph today. Joseph was the first son of Rachel, Jacob's favorite wife. But let me read this, though, from Patriarchs and Prophets, page 208 and 209. It says, There was one, however, of a widely different character, the elder son of Rachel, Joseph, whose rare personal, personal beauty seemed to, be, seemed to reflect an inward beauty of mind and heart. Pure, active, and joyous, the lead gave evidence also of moral earnestness, and firmness, he listened to the father's instructions and loved to obey God. His mother being dead, his affections clung the more closely to the father, and Jacob's heart was bound up in this child of his old age. 
he loved Joseph more than all his children. Do you think you would have loved Joseph if you were Jacob? This child, you can tell he has the, the beautiful character in him. And he likes listening to the father. He obeys his father. And he loves him. Especially after his favorite wife, Rachel, died. And also, Joseph, being his mother, um, mother's absence, he loved his father the more. So obviously, Joseph was Jacob's favorite child. So as a symbol of his love, what did he do? He made him this rather, um, uh, rather extraordinary clothes for him. Out of 12 different brothers, at that time 11, or later on 12, he made this cloth for him. What's the evidence of his favoritism? Now, after he made the clothes, that excited jealousy among the brothers. Would you not be jealous if the parents gave a special gift to your sibling but not you? Your sibling gets an iPhone for a gift. You get a chocolate. <laughs> your brother gets a nice car for a graduation gift. You get a refrigerator. <laughs> How'd you feel? <laughs> but this is probably more than that. More than that. Because <clears throat> clothes at that time, nowadays clothes have nothing to do about social status or your wealth or your position. But back then, your clothes meant a lot. I looked up Korean history. Did you know that kings and the royal bloodline and other uh, important people have different kinds of clothes that they wear compared to the commoners in Korean history? Probably it's the same with many other culture and, and uh, the customs. But in Korea, if you are from the royal bloodline, the material, the fabric material that you wear is different than that of, than of the commoners. And the wife's underwear material is different than the commoners. The commoners' wives, or the commoners in general, you can't even afford to have underwear. You just put on whatever you have. But the royal bloodline, they have like the silk, the smooth, the, the finest clothes that you can have. The color, the size, even the fabric were different among the different, um, different kinds of people. Now, it was the same in the Bible history, in the Hebrew times. And basically, the more color, the brighter the color, the better your position was in the Bible times. So for Jacob to give this colorful coat to Joseph meant that he was higher than his brothers. And remember the rumor that they just had about the birthright? So they're all thinking, well, he's number 11 of all the brothers, but he may be he may have the birthright because that's his favorite son. That's his dad's favorite son. So that brought jealousy. That provoked the jealousy among the brothers. And <clears throat> what happens to his clothes when he was sent to his brothers to feed them lunch? He left his father's house and brought lunch to the brothers, 10 other brothers. Benjamin was home. As soon as the brothers, 10 brothers, saw Joseph with his colorful coat, 
what did they do? They stripped him off of his coat. That symbolized what? Father's love. So father loved him and gave him the coat, but that brought curse upon him. You get that picture? Yeah, he thought that, you know, well, you see my coat? Dad loves me, you know? Like, hey, hey, Simeon, hey, hey, Reuben, you see my coat? I look good in it, right? And like, yeah, right. And they were all like angry at him. And as soon as he came to them without the dad's supervision, they stripped him off of his clothes. That reminded of the jealousy, the, the love that father gave him. And in the same clothes, and he was sold as a slave to Egypt, right? And later on, if you know the story, he gets into trouble again with the same coat. Not the exact same coat, but with his coat. What's the story? He was sold in the house of Potiphar, Potiphar's wife. He grabbed onto his clothes and tempted him. According to Genesis 39, Potiphar's wife caught Joseph by his cloak and tempted him. Did, he, did she tempt him just one time? No, according to Genesis 39, 10, every day she asked and tempted daily. And Joseph was to flee and run away from the scene. You know, Joseph was a handsome guy. He's a very handsome and well-built. According to Genesis 39, 6, he was handsome, he was well-built. The Bible doesn't really talk about the outward appearance unless it's really important, unless it's significant. And he was. And this played a vital role in the story. That's why this is written. And how was Joseph, how was he to overcome the temptation? Because that one decision is to make a huge difference in his life. That was a critical moment in his life. And Patriarch and Prophet also says that angels looked upon the scene with anxiety. Would Joseph overcome the temptation? Would he fall? Why would angels pay close attention? Because of his decision, if he falls at this time, the plan that God has made would be in jeopardy. The plan of God's people moving to Egypt, being delivered, and God's Messiah coming from the generation will be in jeopardy if Joseph was to fall. So angels were watching very closely. But he overcomes by trusting God. Now, he was put into prison later on. Imagine this person who was father's favorite son and had received the best clothes, had the favorite clothes. His clothes was stripped off. He was sold as a slave. And he was faithful, but then now he was betrayed. And now he's put into prison. Now what kind of clothes is Joseph wearing in prison? Prison inmates' clothes. I don't know what kind of clothes that they had. Blue or probably not blue because blue was for royal people. Probably white or probably red, yellow. I don't know what color. But whatever the prisoners' inmates wore, Joseph wore. 
So imagine his clothes, the change of the color of his clothes from the colorful coat where his cloak was taken and ripped off, and now the prisoner's cloak. Did Joseph give up? Was he disappointed? He was disappointed, but while he was there in prison, he was faithful. And God, in fact, this day, God made Joseph prosperous. Can you imagine someone who was father's favorite child, now betrayed by the brothers, sold as a slave, and betrayed by your own master, now put into prison, he almost died. And can you say, you know what? God has been blessing my life. Can you actually say that? Joseph could not hardly, I mean, couldn't imagine that God was with him while he was going through all of that in outward appearance. But through that time, God was training Joseph. After that, he came out as a jewel. And he was, a, he was able to be the role that God wanted him to do in Egypt and played a critical role in the Bible history. His clothes was taken off again. But now imagine what kind of clothes that God is preparing for Joseph after his prisoner's clothes was ripped off from him. What happens after he explains the dreams to the cupbearer and the, and the bread, the, the two servants? What happens to Joseph? He had his hopes high because he explained, he interpreted the dreams of those two people, and their dreams came true. He was thinking, when you go to see the king, Pharaoh, please explain my story so that I would come out of this prison cell. And two years passed by. He was thinking, yes, my time has come. Now I can finally be vindicated. Now I can be free. But then they forgot about him. Well, he forgot about him. The cupbearer forgot about him. And Joseph, slowly losing his hope, thinking that, you know what? Maybe I'll die here. And he's getting very disappointed. But one day, God sends a dream to Pharaoh. And now Joseph comes, and, and the cupbearer remembers. Remember, you know what? There was a guy who was really good at interpreting dreams. I remember him. I wonder if he's still there. Oh, man, I forgot about him completely for two years. I feel so bad. And he goes and finds Joseph still there in the same clothes. And now God takes his clothes off of his prisoner's clothes. And what kind of clothes does God give him instead? the clothes of the prime minister. Something with so much honor, so much power that nobody else can wear. God prepared that kind of clothes for Joseph because he was faithful to God. Now, going back to the story of the clothes in the beginning, what was the material of the clothes, clothes that God prepared for Adam and Eve? God prepared what? The leather clothes for Adam and Eve. Because God killed what? An animal as a sacrifice and gave them the clothes. Now, let me ask you the question. What is the best material for human clothes? 
well, cotton is good. Silk is good for like suit and dress and other things. But polyester, <laughs> man-made, uh, you know, like fusion. Uh, but to be honest, leather is, is the best material. Well, I don't mean you to go out and kill an animal and, and make clothes and stuff. Uh, but in the old days, leather was considered to be the best. And of all the different leathers, leather kinds, what is the best kind of leather? You have like cow leather, you have, you have crocodile, you have sheep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a friend of mine gave me a Bible uh, as a gift. And that's a Cambridge Bible, and that, that is the best material, um, the leather that it has. And on the bottom it says, sheepskin. Because it's supposed to be the, the best material for bookbinding and, and the clothes and so on and so forth. So I don't know a lot about leather, but when I did the research, it says that sheepskin is the best. And Italian, um, Italian uh, uh, people who are making leather shoes and leather clothes, the, 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 the workmanship, the best workmanship is known in, in Italy, but they say the sheepskin, especially the first year, around the first year of the sheep, is the best. Another word, lambskin. What kind of leather did Jesus prepare, or did God prepare for our Adam and Eve? If you know the story, the sacrifice is the lamb. So the cloth that was prepared for Adam and Eve was most likely the lamb's skin clothes, the best material ever for human beings. Now, let me ask a question. The Bible says the lamb is represented. What does, what does the lamb represent? Behold the lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. So Jesus is represented as a lamb. So the clothes that Jesus prepared for Adam and Eve is a symbol, symbolization of, symbol of what? His own sacrifice. The best material ever. Bible says, clothe yourself with Christ. So how can you clothe yourself with Christ? Because Adam and Eve obviously clothed themselves with the sheepskin clothes that Jesus handmade with his own hands. Can we do the same? Because the Bible says, clothe yourself with Christ. That was a scripture reading for today, right? Galatians 3.27. Here's the answer. Galatians 3.27 says, for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. So how can we clothe ourselves with Christ? By being baptized. Now, I know most of you, if not all of you, many of you are baptized already. Do we have the clothes of Jesus on us? Let's think about it. Let's re-examine. What is baptism? What does it mean to be baptized? Baptism means you are giving up your old self and you repent your sins and you die to yourself and you resurrect with a new life of Christ. That's what it means to be baptized. 
So for us to close ourselves with Christ, what does it mean? We need to, first of all, die to ourselves, die to our sins, and to resurrect, to new, come, to, come out with a new life with Christ. Question, are you wearing Christ on you today? Do you want to wear the clothes of Christ on you today? Me too, me too. For Jesus to give us that best clothes, he was stripped off. He was naked and he was ripped off so that we could have the best clothes. Let us accept Christ. Let us accept the sacrifice of Jesus in our lives so that we could put on Christ in our lives. There was a story. There was a father who had lost his son in a car accident. After going through the stuff, he went into his son's room and he found a lot of his clothes, a lot of his toys and books and stuff. Now he no longer needs them because his son is gone. He packed them carefully and nicely. His, his son's favorite clothes, favorite shoes, favorite toys, and he packed them nicely and it took him to a donation center like Goodwill or something, took him there. With tears, he donated the items, items, the articles to the workers there. Please, hopefully somebody can use this. Guess what the workers did? Oh, thank you. And they just took that and just threw them in the corner. They didn't care anything about the clothes that they received. Can you imagine the father's heart? He carefully, remembering all the memories of his son and mourning of his, his, his lost, and he packed them, wishing that somebody could make a good use out of his dead son's clothes and toys and books and stuff. He gave them, donated them. But they didn't care at all. Just as if someone just donated any article, didn't give any meaning to it, and just threw them into the corner. And later on, the workers came and just went through them and like threw them on the floor and just, you know, hung them. And the people just came and they were trying to buy things. And like, oh, I don't like this. They're just standing here and it's, it's wrinkly, whatever. They didn't care at all. Can you imagine the heart of the father who donated the clothes? It may be the same heart of our Heavenly Father. God has given us this best clothes for us with the sacrifice of his son. But do we really care? Do we give meaning to the clothes that are given, that are donated to us? I hope and pray that we will value, we will cherish this clothes that Jesus gave to us with his own sacrifice. How many of you want to put on this clothes of Jesus on us today? I pray that we remember our own baptism or look forward to our own baptism and let us die to ourselves. Let us resurrect in Christ so that we could put on, just like Galatians said, just we can put on Christ and we can live a new life in Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, how many times have we neglected 
have we not cared for the clothes that you have given us? The clothes of sacrifice, the clothes that have blood stain of Jesus Christ. Lord, just like Joseph was given the best clothes, but then in time he was stripped off of his clothes. But then, and when he, were, when he was faithful, he was given the best clothes that God has prepared. Lord, help us to take off of our own clothes or our, of ourselves, but help us to accept the clothes that Jesus prepared for us. Help us to value the clothes of the skin that you have pro pro provided for us. Help us to cherish it. Help us to love it. Help us to put that clothes on ourselves so that we could live a new life. Bless every one of us here that desire to wear the clothes of Jesus so that uh, bless them so that we could have, we could put on Christ on us, Lord. We thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise team, please come on.